Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned Ph.D. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. All right. All right, everybody. Well, hey, I'm excited. You know, you got to love live radio. You never know what you're going to get, but we're going to make it exciting. And again, this is Dr. Jason Carthen with Discover the Leader in You. And I'm excited about today. You know, I'm excited because it's a new year. We've got a lot of great things that are going to be taking place. And, you know, we have a lot of people that are interested in the show and just the reality of becoming better leaders and growing in their business and making sure they can move forward in life. Now, today, many organizations are looking for that edge to increase profits and retain employees. They also, you know, they feel like, hey, is there a certain type of leadership style that is needed? Maybe a blend of having a good relationship, but also higher expectations that are sprinkled in. On today's show, you know, we're going to provide a window into the possibilities of that type of leadership. We're going to be talking about servant leadership and whether it's sustainable in organizations. You know, you know, many people talk about servant leadership, but a lot of times it's not unpacked and you don't really have a good idea of what that's supposed to look like in your organization. Well, today, you know, we're going to have a very special guest, Dr. Kathleen Patterson, who's going to be joining us here in a few minutes. She's going to share her perspectives on servant leadership. You know, but before we do that, I just want to remind you that at the end of the day, we want to hear from you. We want to serve you. And if you want to interact with us, we want you to call us in the studio at 1-888-281-1110. Or you can tweet your questions to me live at Jason Carthen. We're also going to be giving away some uh, freebies to you. Uh, so you make sure that you stay connected with us. You can actually go to uh, jasoncarthen.com and sign up, and we'll be sending some things to you. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce Dr. Patterson. I want to give you just a brief background and bio. Uh, Dr. Patterson is a professor at Regent University. Uh, she teaches in the master's and the doctoral levels there at the university. She is a noted expert on servant leadership, both domestically and internationally. She coordinates an annual Servant Leadership Research Roundtable in Virginia Beach. As well, she has coordinated two global Servant Leadership Roundtables in Rotterdam, the Netherlands, in Melbourne, Australia. And she has also spoken about Servant Leadership in North America, South America, Asia, Europe, and Australia, basically on every continent with the exception of Antarctica. Let's welcome Dr. Kathleen Patterson. Dr. Patterson, are you there? I am Dr. Carthen, and it's such a privilege to be with you and with your listeners today. Oh, well, hey, thanks for being on the show. I, I have to tell you, before we even get started, I wanted to let you know that Mariti, my beautiful bride, gave a shout out to you. She thinks very highly of you. Well, we, we love Mariti here at Regent University. She's um, an excellent student, and to see the two of you, the great things that you're doing to bring the leadership uh, philosophy to a lot of people, helping a lot of people. We admire that. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Well, you know, Kathleen, I'm excited to talk about servant leadership today because the reality is that my heart is to make sure followers are served well and they can do amazing things in their workplaces. But before we move into that, can you tell us a little bit about what is this servant leadership and why are you so interested in the concept? <laughs> well, I, I'm a 
reluctant believer in servant leadership only because I had never heard of the terminology or of the concept until I was a graduate student. And I'm sitting in a classroom, and the professor is talking about servant leadership. And I am sitting there going, wow, there's a name for that? <laughs> I'd never heard the terminology before. But hearing the concepts and learning about what it looked like, I had experienced it in my business life. And so I became very passionate about the topic, um, mainly because it changes people's lives. Wow. There's a lot of ugly stuff in the world, but there's a lot of beautiful things, too, and servant leadership is just a beautiful thing. Wow. Um, I, I think one of the most interesting things for me was learning what it was, and it's basically the servant leader is a servant first, and then they're the leader, and it changes the scope of everything that can be done in your department, in your team, in your organization, no matter what industry you work in. Wow. Okay. So let's back up so we can go forward. When you say that essentially it is the leader as servant first, a lot of people may push back against that. I know when I go into organizations and help train and consult and and even coach, you know, people say, hey, we need productivity. At the end of the day, that's the biggest thing. So if I'm going to be a servant leader, is that going to bump into really achieving productivity and, and really hitting your goals in organizations? You know, Jason, it's so interesting to me. I hear the exact same pushback. Oh, my goodness, if I serve my people, I won't be a strong leader. I'll be perceived right. as weak or permissive or, or something of that nature. But servant is strength. Servant is strong. I tell leaders that I've worked with all over the world that servant leadership is for the brave. That's right. It's a tough way to lead, to really put your followers first and to serve them in a great way. That it is really tough to do that. Um, and, you know, Jason, you're right. We do live in a world where we have to make a bottom line. Right. We have to make profits. We have to financially survive. We want to financially thrive. Yes. Um, surviving is great, but thriving is better. Even better. Yeah, absolutely. Even better. Um, but the interesting thing is, is, is we've been so trained in leadership circles to look at this idea of profits and money and revenue and the, the blacks and the reds and, and, and all of this stuff. And we, we've missed a boat in the fact that we've pursued dollars and money and revenue so hotly that in our pursuit, people have been left out. That's right. Yeah. And, and there's a fascinating thing when we focus on people, when we serve our followers, they're the ones doing the jobs in our organizations, in our teams, in our departments. And you know what? If we're serving them fully – giving them everything that they need, building them as people, building them as followers, building them as employees, they do incredible things. We unleash their potential in a lot of ways so that they can get things done. If we're prohibiting them and binding them, if it's okay to use that word where we bind our followers in some way, sure, restrict sure. them, mm -hmm. um, we're taking away their potential to do great things in the organization. And you know what? That zaps people's motivation. And if you have a room full of people who are zapped with their motivation, they're not interested in doing things for you anyway as your leader, as the leader. So That's right. And, and then also productivity is going to go down. You know, if people are not bought into the vision of the organization, 
then productivity is going to go down. People also have a tendency to hedge their bets. They'll come into the office. They'll do just enough to get by. But I hear that, you know, if someone is going to be a servant leader, they're going to build up that person. To your point, they're going to build up their people. And then their people are going to be able to do even more for the organization, maybe tap into some some hidden motivation that they didn't even know they had before. Does that does that make sense? Does that sound more like what you're talking about? Um, the Gallup organization has done uh, some interesting research over the years looking at um, the leaders, their they're engaged employees, employees that are engaged in what's going on. And it's a really small number of your people that are fully engaged in buying into your vision, really working hard, on board the ship, so to speak. Um, but there's a lot, a huge number of people that are actively disengaged or your disengaged employees. And they're there to get a paycheck, to make another day, to just get a little bit done. Yes. They're not fully immersed in your organization and your team and the vision of where your company is headed or your vision of your department is headed. Um, but if we can tap into that potential for our followers, for our employees, um, really build them as people, serve them as people, not just using them, to get things done, but really building great human beings in this world. Well, let me uh, let me cut in because I need to ask you something. You just said not using them. Now, you know, the, the traditional school of thought, when you think about, you know, just Frederick Taylor and the whole mechanistic idea of just people being replaced, you know, like cogs in a wheel, you know, it, is it bad to be able to use your followers or do you want something more for them if we're talking about servant leadership? Yeah, you know, in a world where things can can get messy sometimes, we do have leaders that use us. Yes. We as leaders sometimes use followers. But, boy, that's just so dead. That's so unmotivating. I know for me, um, you know, I'm almost 50 years old and having worked for a lot of people over the years. Those people, the leaders that I feel are just using me, I'm not interested in that. Right. Yeah. That's not robust living for me. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's not fun either. And no. when you think about it, we spend a lot of time in the workplace every single week. Uh, you know, be it 30 hours, 40, 50, 60, what, how many ever hours is different for all of us. Right. But if those hours are just dead hours where we're being used by our leaders, that we're not going to give very much. No, no, we have you leaders won't. leaders who speak into our lives, who are building us up, not just as followers and employees, but as people. There's something great going on there. Absolutely. You know, and if people are speaking into your life, you know, I love that whole idea of speaking life. If you're doing that, then it's not just work, though, Kathleen. I think you may agree that, you know, if you're having someone speak into your life, you can take that right out of the workplace. You can do things in your personal relationships. You can do things as you grow, you know, as a person and your own going personal development. You know, it's one of those things that it's almost like a, a never ending circle there. If you have positive things taking place at work through servant leadership and then you have positive relationships outside of there, then you're growing as a person as well. So, I mean, this sounds like a fantastic recipe, you know. So tell, tell us a little bit more about the focus of the leader. You know, if they are a servant leader, what's their focus day in and day out? are focused on followers. Mm. Now, that's not to say that they're not concerned with the organizational objectives. They absolutely, they are. They know they have to survive. They know they want to do incredibly well. But their primary focus is always on followers. Mm. Um, 
you can break down leadership into three different um, areas of focus, or, or sometimes you can call it motives. Okay. There's self-based motives where I lead other people for myself. Um, maybe I want to be highly successful. I want to make a good living, all of those things. Um, and those aren't bad. Self-based motives are good. We do need to survive in life. Right. Um, and the second um, area of focus or motives is the organizational-based motives. Um, you know, we most organizations have a mission and a vision where we want to achieve certain objectives. We want to achieve certain things. Um, but then we can up the ante, so to speak, and move into a higher level of leadership, follower-based. Right. And that's where our motives and our focus is on our followers. Excellent. Everything that we do, we are asking ourselves, is this the best for my followers? Is this the best thing for, uh, for my employees? Uh, you know, and, and we can deduce it to very simplistic things like dress codes or uh, policy manuals, these kinds of things. Um, ultimately, we want to do good by the organization, but our organizations are going to uh, be pretty flat in, in many regards if we're not follower-focused first. Right, right. No, and that's, that's powerful. Well, you know what? Before we take a break here, what are some of the characteristics of servant leaders? Because, I mean, if we're talking about really giving our listeners added value, and that's the whole purpose of Discover a Leader in You, what are some of these characteristics that we really should be cultivating if we want to really develop our people and our followers the way you're describing? Um, there are seven um, characteristics of servant leaders. And, and, and just in, in the brevity of things, I'll just list the seven for you. Love, humility, altruism, vision, trust, empowerment, and service. Um, there, there are some other ones that percolate on the list as well, but those are really the top seven things uh, that are characteristics of servant leaders. And love and humility are absolutely the two most imperative ones. Wow. Okay. Now, see, that's deep because really you're introducing something. We have about a minute here before we take a uh, just a brief break. But it, you have that love, humility piece. If you have a follower that sees a leader that actually is demonstrating those things, do you really think that's going to improve their productivity? Here's the funny thing is if you talk to some leaders and say you need love and humility, they'll go, oh, that's that soft stuff. I don't need any of that. But remember what we said at the top of your show, servant leadership is for the brave. It is tough to love someone. It is tough for us as leaders when we have affirming positions and titles to walk in humility. All right. Well, hey, we are on the phone with Dr. Kathleen Patterson talking about servant leadership. We're going to take a break. Many Americans are living without dental insurance, which means they might not be getting even the most basic care for their families. After all, a simple cleaning could cost $100, and other procedures like crowns and root canals can cost hundreds more. That's why at Physicians Mutual Insurance Company, we're proud to offer dental coverage that Americans can afford for less than a dollar a day, with the freedom to choose any dentist you want and never pay a deductible. This isn't a discount plan. This is real dental insurance that can help pay for over 300 procedures. Everything from cleanings and fillings to crowns and dentures. Acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies no matter what, even for folks on Medicare. 
We're on a mission to help provide Americans with good dental insurance. So please, if you don't have coverage, call 1-800-933-2161. For all the details, that's 1-800-933-2161. To receive a free information kit directly by mail, 1-800-933-2161. Hello, gorgeous. Bare Minerals just won its 10th Glammy Award for Best Prestige Foundation. And to celebrate, we're offering risk-free trials of Bare Minerals makeup to all women nationwide. That's right. Every woman who calls right now can get a full-size risk-free trial of Bare Minerals makeup, plus a free five-piece makeup set. For yours, call 1-800-400-3175. This is an exclusive radio-only offer you don't want to miss. Bare Minerals Foundation gives you flawlessly beautiful coverage with a no-makeup feel, and it's clinically proven to promote clearer, healthier-looking skin. No wonder it's won 10 Glammys in a row. And now you can try Bare Minerals Makeup for yourself. Call now to find out how you can participate in our nationwide risk-free trial and join the millions who've already tried Bare Minerals Makeup and fallen in love with their skin again. Plus, we'll send you a free five-piece makeup set, our gift to you. Hurry, don't miss this exclusive radio-only offer. 1-800-400-3175. Right, everybody, we are back. You know, this is Discover the Leader in You with the Leadership Linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We have Dr. Kathleen Patterson on the line, and we're talking about servant leadership, and it's been exciting. I know I'm learning some things. Hopefully you're learning some things, and we're adding value to you because at the end of the day, Discover Leader in You is all about you. We want to make sure we are providing some different things that you can put in your toolbox and use on a daily basis. Now, Dr. Patterson, you were kind of wowing us at that first part of that segment. You were talking about love and humility and whole idea of a leader demonstrating those characteristics when they are dealing with their followers. Now, just to sort of piggyback on that, now I have to tell you, you know, I played the National Football League, and we were told on every play, you know, that we had to go out there and make some things happen. And, Kathleen, by the time we got to the uh, tackle, we weren't trying to show love and humility. So <laughs> would that sort of thing work in a place like uh, the National Football League? I've never been in the National Football League. (laughs) You know what? Here's what is uh, fascinating to me about servant leadership Mm -hmm. is we are finding that it works independent of what type of arena you're working in, independent of what country you live in, what continent you're, you're living in. And here's the reason why. Servant leadership begins with love. Yeah. And there is a deep, innate something within each person that wants to be loved, yes. that wants to be respected. If you make a great play on the field and you're doing wonderful things, you want to be loved. But even if you're not doing great things on the field and not making great plays, that doesn't take away this need and desire to be respected for who you are as a person. Absolutely. And th- there's just something fascinating. Uh, love and serving someone speaks directly into the human existence inside of a person. Wow. You know, and that you are dead on. Now, now, you know, I I chatted you a little bit there with the National Football League, but you are absolutely correct. I remember we were playing the uh, Buffalo Bills, and I I was on the field, made a great play, and all you heard was just the entire stadium erupted. And I thought to myself, wow, you know, that's, that's affirmation. You know, it's letting you know that, yes, you know, what you're doing is valued. It, it matters. And when I came off on the sideline, you know, the coach – you know, he grabbed me. And that, that thing that you're describing, that love, it lets you know that, hey, you know, what I am doing 
is valued. It makes sense. And I don't know about you, Kathleen, but I want to show up to work every day if I know I'm going to get that. Oh, absolutely. I, I think sometimes we forget that our, our people that work with us and for us are whole human beings. We tend to look at people as just hired hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Bruce Winston has done some phenomenal writing on this concept. But we need to move beyond seeing people as hired hands yes. to seeing them as hired hearts. We, we kind of take a foolish perspective if we look at people as just hands to get things done for us. Yeah. People are full, whole, individual people. That's right. They've got heads that are thinking, hearts that are feeling, emotions, and, of course, hands to get things done. But when we can look at individuals as whole people, this total package perspective, mm-hmm. it, it really changes the way. I know people, leaders who have I've worked for that have seen me as a whole person and respected everything about me. Wow, I love them. Yeah. I want to do a great job for them. I'm all in for a leader like that. And most followers are. That's right. Yeah. I'm, hey, I am. <laughs> I am in total agreement with you. And, you know, it's it's one of those things when you start looking at your people based upon what you share, just their heart. You know, you're, you're a little slower to, you know, maybe uh, reprimand them as as harshly or you're a little slower to say, hey, you know, you're not valued here. Because if you're looking at them from a heart perspective, you truly want to see them grow. You want to see them develop. And at the end of the day, it's really going to turn into more productivity, you know, for the uh, company, a uh, better bottom line. But I think sometimes it's difficult for leaders to make that leap, you know, okay. and yeah, and as as much as we try, you know, we have been taught, you know, hey, you just want your people to produce, produce, you know, and we don't think of them from the heart uh, standpoint. But I love some of the things that you're sharing with that. And so let me ask you something. You know, our, our listeners are uh, they're probably just wanting to know how would we begin to even implement uh, servant leadership in their respective areas of influence? Jason, I think actually you said the key phrase right there is just choosing to love our followers. Mm. Um, one of the most interesting things that we can do is see our followers as wearing a sign that says, I want to be loved. Wow. And here's the interesting thing when you look at love versus fear. Fear-based leadership, hey, it works. Mm. It will motivate your people to get things done. If, if I work for you and you come into the office and say, Kathleen, get this done today or you'll lose your job at the end of the day, I'll probably get it done. You're going to get it done. <laughs> because I fear you. It won't be because there's, there's any uh, love-based relationship there. Right, right. And leading with fear is motiva- motivating uh, things such as arrogance, selfishness, deception, unfairness, disrespect, uh, those kinds of things. And you really, if you are leading with fear, you are taking away your people's confidence, their commitment to you, their commitment to the organization. Yes. You are zapping enthusiasm, imagination, innovation, all the things that we really want to foster That's in right. our departments and our teams and our companies. Yeah. And um, those things. But it's really just about choosing to look at the dignity of humankind mm-hmm. all around us um, and realizing, hey, you know what? We're all in this together. I want to be in this with you as your leader, I want to do right by you. Yeah, and, and one of the things that we're seeing here in the United States, just at such high levels, but honestly, we're seeing it all across the world, Asia, Africa, Europe, Australia, anywhere, you name anywhere, it's there. 
we're seeing a lot of corruption in leadership. Yes. You know, we're seeing people being fired, going down in disgrace, being thrown off, uh, thrown out of the office, mm -hmm. going to jail. Yes. All kinds of things. And you know what? I think people are really kind of tired of that. We're crying out for a lot more from our leaders, and we know that there's more. And servant leadership really fills that void. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, some of the things that you're sharing, I mean, we see it in the headlines. I mean, it's it's been different things here and there. Just uh, it's amazing to watch. You have these people that are really blessed. You know, they have these opportunities to to work in these organizations, and they're making some really bad choices. And and people are being impacted, not just the leader, you know, who is doing something, but the followers as well. So, you know, one of the things, you know, I want to ask you, if, if someone is implementing this and they're, they're really trying to maintain uh, their consistency with the implementation, do you feel like one of the big things they need to really work on is making sure they give the followers, their dignity back, they give them more of a voice in the organization. Is that going to be helpful to implement servant leadership? Oh, absolutely. Um, when you give your followers a voice into what's going on, you know what? They're invested into what's going on. That's right. If I have a team of, say, 10 people or a team of 100 people, and I'm just making demand decisions for them, without regard for how they operate, regard for how they work, regard for how they think, I'll get things done and I'll be incredibly effective at making things happen. Mm. But you know what? I won't have my followers' loyalty. Yes. I won't have their respect. And I probably won't have their buy-in either. That's right. And a lot of employees are looking for a back door. If they find a back door and they find another job, they're gone. Just like that. And we that. know that that's a very costly endeavor in any department. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the last thing that people want is to have to go through the whole hiring again, the training, the, the cost that's associated with that. I mean, that all by itself can be challenging and it's going to impact the bottom line at the end of the day. So I, I'm in your corner, you know, Dr. Patterson, I, I would say, why not just implement servant leadership right at the beginning? You know, I mean, is it is it difficult to implement? Has it been your experience when you go in and you do some different things? Is it difficult to implement? per se, I think that it's a very, you know, prescriptive in, in many regards, but we also, it has to be a determined decision. Mm. And you know what? In honesty, you are going to mess up as yes. a leader. You are, and you're going to know it and your followers are going to know it. But each and every single day, you can wake up, walk into your department, walk into your office and try all new again. Wow. And there's something incredibly valuable about you as a leader saying, hey, I'm sorry. That's right. I, I messed up on that. I, I know I told you I was going to review uh, your salary increase, and, and I forgot. It's been three months. I do apologize. But you know what? I'm doing it today. There you go. Yeah, and that's that consistency piece. I mean, I, I think yeah. I've learned over the years when you are consistent, even in your flaws, and you let people know, hey, this is a, this is a growth edge for me, and I struggle in this area. You know, I need your help. That is a good thing. I, I think people respond to that human interaction and they know, well, you know, they're no different than I am, you know, and, and they want to do well for you. You know, they want to make that sort of thing happen. So, Kathleen, let me ask you, we have about a minute here before we take another break, but who are some servant leaders that you're aware of? Oh, I, you know, the funny thing is, is we will see some headline kind of servant leaders and, and, 
but most servant leaders are your unsung heroes. Mm. They're not tooting their own horn. Humility will not let them do that. Excellent. But there are some amazing men and women out there who lead people. And I would guarantee among your listeners, they're probably thinking of that person right now. That's right. Wow. So, oh, I worked for someone, and you know what? He really invested into who I was. Or she really had my back. She was awesome. Excellent. And those are the people that changed the world. That's it. That's it. Well, hey, we are on the phone with Dr. Kathleen Patterson. We are actually having a great conversation. We want you to join that conversation. Make sure you call in or tweet me live, but you can give us a call at 1-888-281-1110. We want to hear from you. You don't want to miss this opportunity. Hi, folks, this is Alan Thicke, and if you're one of those millions of Americans who owes back taxes, if you get nervous when the mail comes because you might get a letter from the IRS, then you've heard they're cracking down this year. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank account. Even your home or business could be up for grabs over unpaid taxes. It's all true. But it's also true that they're offering a new way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt forgiveness. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. If you qualify, the experts at Optima Tax Relief, their team of attorneys and enrolled agents, will get you the best deal possible. Optima has an A rating with the Better Business Bureau. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. That's 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit Optima Tax relief.com. In 2002, a National Sleep Foundation poll found that 63% of women had trouble sleeping. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. In my opinion, a major reason for insomnia is the blue card. It's a shopping and loyalty card, and it's free. That's right, free, no charge, nada. With the blue card, you can receive up to 5% cash back on purchases. Most cards only offer 2% at most. No wonder girls can't sleep. With the blue card, you can also get shopping points that you could use for online purchases. So it's cash back and shopping points. Am I keeping you awake? If you refer the blue card to someone else, you could even earn money on their purchases. No, I'm serious. It's true. But it gets better. If you share the blue card with a merchant, you could earn on the purchases of everyone who uses the blue card at their store. There is no way you're going to get any sleep until you get your own free blue card. So call 800-685-7470 and rest easy again. 800-685-7470. 800-685-7470. If your credit card debt is out of control, if you're in over your head dealing with monthly payments, there's a powerful secret that credit card companies don't want you to know. If you have more than $5,000 in credit card debt, you have the right to settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. That's bad news for credit card companies, but it's great news for you. We're debt relief advocates, and we're offering you free information on how to virtually eliminate your credit card debt and make your monthly payment affordable. To see how much you could save, call now, 1-800-400-6607. Don't declare bankruptcy. Give us 10 minutes, and we could save you thousands. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. Find out how easy it is by calling now. For the secret the credit card companies don't want you to know, call Debt Relief Advocates now and see how much money you could save for free. 1-800-400-6607. That's 1-800-400-6607. 1-800-400-6607. 
Excellent, everybody. Well, hey, we are back live in studio. This is Dr. Jason Carthen with Discover the Leader in You, and we have a fantastic guest on today, Dr. Kathleen Patterson, who is a noted expert in servant leadership. We've been talking about just implementing it into your organization and then also personally. And, you know, before we took a break there, we were talking about, you know, who are some of those servant leaders? And, you know, Dr. Patterson shared with us that people that are listening right now, they have probably already started to think of who are some of those people that demonstrate love and humility and you know, I just sort of want to piggyback on that and, and want to ask, you know, our listeners and then also Dr. Patterson, how do you even know if you're a servant leader? What what would be some evidence, Dr. Patterson? What would that look like? Um, Dr. Carson, you know, it really begins with serving first. Mm. Awesome that you're in a leadership role. Awesome that you have a title. Those things matter to, a, to an extent. But you are a servant. Mm. You have this insatiable need to serve other people. Um, And I love it because it's not limited to a CEO's position. If you um, are a mother, you can be a great servant to your children. If you um, are in a neighborhood civic league, you can do great things in your neighborhood, really serve your neighbors. Um, It's not limited to a title or a position or a place of authority. Servant is something that anybody at any age can adopt and become. Wow. Okay. So let me, I have to chime in there. Now you said moms. Now we got a lot of listeners and, you know, I think one of the things that we have to remember is now this can be implemented just like you said, anywhere. And when you have moms that they, they rise at the crack of dawn, they stay up until late (laughs) into the evening. And I'll just give a shout out to my beautiful bride, Mariti Carthen. She does that. And it's amazing how she interacts uh, with our children, just the way she has that sort of no matter what, I'm going to do whatever it takes because I care about the heart. I care about how you're going to represent yourselves when you leave the house. Okay, that sort of thing. And it's just wonderful to see that. So I oh, think yeah. you're, yeah, I think you're dead on with that. Uh, and it just. It, but she's a great example of someone who is showing a deep abiding love for yes. her, for, you know, in, in some ways that her children, they are the followers. Yes. It, it, for her. And she's distributing extreme humility, serving them each and every day, doing what's best for them. Mm-hmm. It's a high calling. It is. A, it is a high calling. And it's so funny that you say that because, you know, a lot of times, a lot of the the moms that are out there and the dads, too, you know, I got to give a shout out to the fathers out there. Absolutely. <laughs> it's one of those things that if you are not given that affirmation, if you're not told that, you know, you are adding value, it can be a thankless job. It's not a good thing, you know? So, I mean, to your point, you know, we have to be intentional because we have a lot of great parents that are servant leaders. And really when they pour into and speak into the lives of their uh, children, they're actually equipping society because those young people are going to grow up and they're going to do some things. They are. There's a sociological concept called the looking glass self. And it's true in parenting for moms and dads. And it's also true for leaders with uh, employees and followers. When you tell someone you're stupid, you're worthless, you're never going to be anything. We tend to kind of believe that about ourselves. But we also have the power to speak that life and to speak the messages of hope within our followers, within our employees and within our children to say, you know what? You're special. You are created for something great. I see destiny in you. There is something coming with you. I just know it. I feel it. And we believe it. 
And followers um, really do need to be promoted in that way. I'll tell you just a really quick story. When I was in the second grade, and my teacher, Mrs. Powell, she chose not to see me as I was as a poor little student in her class. But she would come to me and say, Kathy, I see good things in you. I wow. believe in you. You can do it. And you know what? I began to believe her. That's right. And there's something very powerful about that. Very, very, very powerful. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, it, it's. I think we all have those stories. Just like, you know, I share with people all the time. When I go and I do my keynotes or my training, I share with people that we all have a story, you know, oh, yeah. and, and it's, it's really woven into the fabric of our lives. And if we're intentional, we can think back to what's impacted us, what's allowed us to grow, what's allowed us to become, you know, someone like you, you know, Dr. Patterson, you travel all over the world, you impact people in a positive way. And the reality is that we must nurture this story, you know, and the more we do that, the more we speak into our young people's lives in a positive way, the more we have servant leaders that speak into our lives, the more that we can do to really impact the landscape of not only leadership, but also just corporations and ultimately the world, you know, so we have to be And you know what? We each can make a decision within ourselves, Uh, you know, no matter where our scope of influence and leadership lies, to make that positive difference. We do have control over what we say and how we treat people. That is totally within our control. Yes, absolutely. I think you're dead on. And I think, but now, one thing I will share with you, though, and I tell people this all the time, it's going to require courage. Uh, Oh, yeah, for the brave, remember? (laughs) That's right. Yeah, you said it, and it requires courage. And let me tell you why I think that. I think at the end of the day, We all have uh, mortgages, we have bills to pay, we have different things that are required of us, and we have to make sure our bottom line is being taken care of. So I think where the rubber meets the road, when people have to make a decision, okay, I have a follower that may not be producing, you know, am I going to continue to be a servant leader to them? Or am I going to have to say to them, hey, you know what, if you do not produce or we continue to have these difficulties, we're going to have to let you go that can be very daunting. You know, is there a place for servant leadership in that respect? Oh, you know what? I am so glad you brought this up because people <laughs> ask me all over the world, if I'm a servant leader, can I fire somebody? <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, absolutely. You sure can. Yeah. And I'll share a personal experience with you. I uh, began, I took over a division in our company, and this was several years ago, but my very first day in the uh, department, one of the employees told me, I've outlasted five managers, and I'll outlast you. Oh, wow. And so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so, But she gave me a difficult time day after day after day. And yeah. I finally sat down with her and said, what is wrong with you? Why, why, are you, why do you act this way? Right. And I really invested into who she was as a person. And walked a tough road with her, eventually ended up firing her. Oh, no. (laughs) I know, but can I just tell you, it was really the best thing for her. Okay. And she threatened me when she left the office and said, I will be back for you. And so for a while, I was a little scared. And she actually came back about two weeks later. And she had a huge bag with her, so of course I was really scared what was in the bag. Um, (laughs) But she walked in, and she held out her hand. And shaked my hand and said, thank you, Kathleen. You helped me get out of a job that I've despised forever. Wow. 
And she is now, she's a successful business owner in her own right now and doing phenomenal things. So in a way, yes, you can fire people if you're a servant leader, but you have to earn it with that person. You are seeking the best for them. Yes. Now, and let me share, and I think that, you know, what you just shared is really what happens a lot. But I think it's the way you, and I like to say this, it's the way you transition your people. Yep. And what I mean by that, yes, sometimes you, as long as you have exhausted everything to help people get to where they need to be, and ultimately, if it's no longer a good fit, after you have exhausted everything, then you help them to transition. But they are still your responsibility to transition. You don't just like cut people off at the knees and say, well, there's no longer any value for you in that way. You actually help them to transition. And then you have that situation where that individual comes back and they say, you know what? You actually helped to launch me into my destiny as opposed to just being here and going through the motions that we talked about at the beginning of the show. You want people to not only do well if they're with you, but if they transition away from you and make sure you're equipping them to be able to do that. So Yeah, and what you're speaking to is this essence of building better human beings. Yes, yes, Be a yes. servant leaders really need to do the right things, the moral things, the good things to our followers, mm-hmm. knowing that, hey, they may be with us for five more days or 50 more years. Wow. And it is our diligence and responsibility as humans to build into that person the capabilities for whether they're with us or not. It's called human dignity. Wow. And and that's it. I love what you said. It's the responsibility. I tell people all the time, many of my uh, doctoral students, I, I, I work with them and I tell them that the mantle of leadership is heavy. I mean, everyone does not want to put that mantle on because it requires something of you. And there's a certain type of responsibility that goes along with it. So, you know, if you're going to lead people well, you also have to transition people well. And you love on them in the process. And that, you know, that may not be the typical school of thought, but, hey, this is Discover the Leader in You. So I can share that right now. (laughs) But before we take another break here, I just want to remind our listeners that we care about your personal personal growth and success. And I just want to direct you again, if, if you go to jasoncarthen.com and really sign up, we have some great things there. Every week we'll be sending out some things to you that will help you not only with your business's bottom line, but also you and your personal growth. You actually receive the Monday Morning Leadership Minute, and it's going to be a great opportunity for you to dig in and have better clarity around some things that you can use in your business, whether you're at a company or even if you are branching out on your own, we want to pour into you. So as we get ready to transition here, I want everyone to remember that, you know, Dr. Kathleen Patterson is sharing some nuggets with you. These nuggets you're able to take with you and really begin to implement into your lives, into your companies, and really do some amazing things. I'm appreciative of her, and I hope all of you are as well. We're going to come back here from break, and then we're going to close it out, and we're going to have Dr. Carthen's Corner. Get ready, everybody.
Are you half Irish? A quarter Italian? Would you be surprised if you were also Finnish or Cameroonian? With Ancestry DNA, you can find new and fascinating details about your ethnicity. It's the breakthrough technology for discovering where your family story began. And just in time for the new year, visit tryancestry.com for the lowest price ever offered for Ancestry DNA. Don't miss it. This special offer ends in six days. Visit tryancestry.com January 1st through the 6th for this limited time offer. The results might surprise you. With Ancestry DNA, you'll receive in-depth ethnicity details and maps of the places where your ancestors may have lived, connect with distant relatives, and more. Your DNA has a story to tell, and Ancestry DNA can help you discover it. For a limited time, get your DNA kit at the lowest price ever offered. Visit TryAncestry.com January 1st through the 6th. It's only at TryAncestry.com. TryAncestry.com. That's T-R-Y Ancestry.com. May I have your attention, please? If you're trying to lose weight, we need your help. We're Final Trim, and we have too much product and too few participants in our nationwide risk-free trial. If you need to lose 30 pounds or more and would like to participate, call now. 1-800-506-3229. Final Trim is a breakthrough in weight loss. Take two capsules just once a day, and you can experience maximum weight loss, allowing you to shed pounds in days. It uses natural ingredients, making it healthy and safe. If your weight loss with Final Trim is too dramatic, Please decrease use and only take one capsule a day. Be among the first to call for your risk-free trial. Again, we have too many risk-free trials and too few participants. If you would like to lose 30 pounds or more by taking all-natural final trim just once a day, call now to participate in this nationwide risk-free trial. 1-800-506-3229. 1-800-506-3229. That number again is 1-800-506-3229. If your credit card debt is out of control, if you're in over your head dealing with monthly payments, there's a powerful secret that credit card companies don't want you to know. If you have more than $5,000 in credit card debt, you have the right to settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. That's bad news for credit card companies, but it's great news for you. We're debt relief advocates, and we're offering you free information on how to virtually eliminate your credit card debt and make your monthly payment affordable. To see how much you could save, call now. 1-800-400-6607. Don't declare bankruptcy. Give us 10 minutes and we could save you thousands. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. Find out how easy it is by calling now. For the secret the credit card companies don't want you to know, call Debt Relief Advocates now and see how much money you could save for free. 1-800-400-6607. That's 1-800-400-6607. 1-800-400-6607. All right, everybody. We are back. This is uh, Dr. Jason Carthen with Discover the Leader in You. Excited today. We've been talking about serving leadership with Dr. Kathleen Patterson. And again, you know, I'm just, I'm learning things left and right and you know, Dr. Patterson, it's just so great to have you on the show and just your your type of servant leadership. Uh, you didn't know I was going to say this, but I'm going to really put you out there for a second. I remember presenting a paper at the Servant Leadership Roundtable, and it was very early on and it's uh, just its beginnings. And you demonstrated many of the characteristics that we're talking about today, and you really helped pour into my life. And I just want to let you know, it's just amazing what you're doing. I just want to tell you to continue to do that. And, you know, if people wanted to connect with you, if people wanted to get involved with the Servant Leadership Research Roundtable, what would they need to do? What would that look like? 
Um, well, first off, Jason, thank you for your kind words. I remember <laughs> you being at the research roundtables, and, and you did an excellent presentation. And I've seen you present in other venues as well. And, oh, and your speeches you. and your presentations are always so uplifting um, to the audience. Um, but if someone wants to get information about the Servant Leadership Research Roundtables, uh, they can email me at cathpat at regent.edu or just Google. Excellent. And, you know, it's, it's very easy to find that way as well. Um, and, and we're more than happy to help put people in touch with the information that they're seeking out. Um, if someone's interested in servant leadership, they can also go on the Greenleaf Center or the Larry C. Spears uh, Center for Servant Leadership and, and Regent University. All three of those provide excellent information um, from for servant leadership in, in different venues. Excellent. No, thank you for that. And I, and I think that, you know, people need to know that, you know, really moving forward and implementing servant leadership into your organizations and also personally in your life can change you. And, you know, just uh, what Dr. Patterson was just sharing at the end of the day, when she spoke into my life years ago, you know, it helped move me forward. And I'm just thankful for that. And please reach out to her. You know, I think it would be great for you to get involved and, and really see what she's doing. I don't know if you want to Google her. You're going to find a whole lot of stuff if you start Googling uh, Dr. Patterson. She is just doing a lot of amazing things. Well, Okay, so today, you know, this is something that's great. We what I've what I've decided to do is actually feature an individual company or service every week that demonstrates civic engagement and shows a commitment to character, integrity, and destiny-focused leadership. This week on Dr. Carthen's Corner, we are actually featuring Miss Jocelyn Hines. Miss Hines is a freshman at Ohio University, and this last semester she finished with a 4.0 GPA. Now, she hails from Warrensville, Ohio, and is a bio pre-med major at Ohio University. So we just want to say kudos to you, Jocelyn, and we want you to know that we want you to keep up the good work. We also know you're a Carthen Scholar. That's a big deal. So I, I appreciate you for that. If you would like your company or business featured on Discover the Leader in You, make sure you send us a note to radio at jasoncarthen.com and just really let us know why you should be featured. And this is a great opportunity for you to really let people know about what you're doing. And again, that's an individual company, nonprofit organization. We just want to make sure we're serving you in the community. So now, Dr. Patterson, just we're going to put the capstone on this. Let me ask you, are there any types of leadership that really would say, you know, serving leadership, this is this is not the way to go with it. Are there other types of leadership that maybe are wrong or maybe where this wouldn't fit? Is there something like that? Well, I think when you ask such a large question like that, mm -hmm. we do have to say that there are other leadership theories that are incredibly uh, wonderfully displayed and incredibly effective, transformational leadership, charismatic leadership. Um, but there's something incredibly special about servant leadership. It speaks into the dignity of followers. When we talk about the type of leader that we would want, more mm -hmm. often than not, we're describing a servant leader. Yeah. And it's that person who is going to serve you. They're going to have your back. They're going to do the best by you as their follower. They're going to build you up. They're going to create you uh, in ways that create a, a better human being, better for society, better for the world, better for everybody. Yes. And, and you talked a little bit earlier about taking that mantle of leadership. And if we're going to take that mantle of leadership, then let's do it right. Mm. 
let's be moral leaders. Let's be ethical leaders. Let's be servant leaders. Let's just get this thing right. Yes. Not just for ourselves. Obviously, that's the last thing, but for our followers. Yes. It's always for them. Yeah, and it's so, you know, you're getting me excited over here. I, I feel like it's halftime and we're getting ready to <laughs> get back out on the field. If we're going to get this thing right, you know, Kathleen, it cannot be something that we play at. You know, I had a coach. Yeah, I had a coach, you know, uh, Coach Parcells used to tell us, hey, you know what? We practice, we train, we do all this stuff because this is your moment. I'm adding there this piece. This is your moment. But we do all these things day in and day out for our moment. And for us, it was taking that tunnel, running out onto that field and doing some amazing things. But to your point, if we're going to get this thing right with servant leadership, we have to be intentional every day with it. So let me ask you, what would be some key nuggets to our, our business owners, our entrepreneurs out there, our students like Jocelyn? What would be some key steps, one or two? We got about five minutes left. One or two that would really allow them to implement servant leadership and really hit the ground running. What would they do, Dr. Patterson? Well, first off, a shout out to Jocelyn for all the great things that she's doing. Yes. Stay the course. Yes. Um, but you know what? Troy Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A, actually said something I think that is incredibly interesting. He said, how do you know if someone needs to be encouraged? Wow. They're breathing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We really do need to encourage the people around us. We need to encourage our followers. We need to not be so serious about who we are. Yes. It's not about us. It's never going to be about us. The only reason I exist is to serve my followers. Mm. And it really comes back to that humility perspective, not taking myself so serious, realizing that I'm not a perfect leader or a perfect person, but truly wanting to build into the lives of other people. And you know what? The, it, it sounds so grandiose, but when we look back on each of our lives, we've all had people who you know, destroyed us in some ways, and some people who really uh, built us up in some ways. Yes. And let's make that choice to be those people who are builders of other people. It's not that hard. It's the small things and the big things, but it can be a lot of small things along the way. Yes. You know what? Getting a door for someone is just such a nice, kind thing to do. Walking into someone's office with a smile in the morning. Yes. A good morning. How are you? And truly listening to that person. Or how about you see someone walking. Uh, my son was walking with a lot of drum equipment across his university campus a, a few weeks ago. And someone came up to him and said, your arms are so full. Let me help you. Yes. And it was uh, one of the higher-ups at his university. Those things send huge messages. It says, I value you as a person. I value who you are in this company, in this department, in this team. I want you here. And it's not about getting things done for myself. It's about building into you, yes. building into our followers, building into our team, loving people, loving. And you know what? We didn't even talk about this, but there are some unlovable people. Oh, yes. <laughs> and our organizations and our lives. But you know what? We love anyway. That's and right. that's okay. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I just want to spend our last few moments on this. At the end of the day, you know, you shared it early on. We are dealing with people. You know, we're dealing with hearts and minds. And when we pour into people with intentionality, it's amazing what can take place. 
but it is going to require something of you. It is going to require that you step outside of your comfort zones in some respects. But as long as you're intentional with it, you know, it's amazing returns that you will have. You know, so I think we're dead on. Uh, One of the things here, you know, with those unlovable people, I think people would be amazed. The more you love on people, encourage people, give them what they need right where they are. It can immediately begin to change their perspective and ultimately their attitude. And it's a lot easier to really retool someone than to start all over again. Wouldn't you agree? I totally agree. Love will melt the ice off of someone incredibly quickly. Yeah. It really will. Wow, Dr. Patterson, I I just want to share with you, thank you so much uh, for being with us today and and really sharing so many nuggets with us. And, you know, I just want to tell uh, our listeners that, again, Discover the Leader in You is all about you. We are here to serve you week in and week out. I want to make sure you're getting all the things that you need. Make sure you go to jasoncarthon.com and sign up for the Monday Morning Leadership Minute. You're going to have encouragement and tips and tools that you can use to advance your business. And also make sure you follow us on Facebook at Jason Carthen Enterprises. We're looking forward to deepening our relationship with you. Thank you, everybody. Take care now. been listening to discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker dr jason carthen we want to hear from you connect with us now visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com like us on facebook at facebook.com slash jasoncarthen enterprises follow us on twitter at jason carthen let's keep the conversation going and if you want to listen to the podcast go to jasoncarthenradio.com Be sure to join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you.